Hey, it's Lori and Matt. And welcome to another episode, Teacher Saves World. that song right now (laughs) do i need to be more like your stapler no why isn't the system why isn't the educational system keeping my papers together no there's papers all over the place they're adding more papers and there's no staple big enough (laughs) there's no staple big enough the pack yeah the packet that we're trying to to do is just too thick you're right and they have those big monster staplers for, yeah even that one even mm-hmm. the biggest staple in mm-hmm. the world can't handle what we're being asked to do right now <laughs> so that that right there that's season uh season three of teacher saves world thanks for hanging out and uh i feel like in season three uh i think our audience is either going to grow big or just disappear completely. Okay. We're not going to just maintain. It's going to either be, have a, a big boost because this, they're like, yeah, they're finally speaking my language. Maybe. I, it's one or the other. I think it's, this, is a, this is a polarizing well, season. If we were to go off of, you know, algorithms on social media, what gets more clicks? Oh, yeah. It's always the negative. It's the negative. The but, negative. But I think we're not being negative. We're being real. Yeah. I don't want to say we're being. That's what we're, we're telling we're ourselves. We're teasing dark and <laughs> whatever, but we're kind of just reporting. That's right. Yeah. But don't most pessimists just say, I'm just a realist. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's, let's hope. Let's hope that yep. we are being real. These are real observations. This is our, these are our real feelings. Yeah. These and actually are, what I'm hoping is for our listeners to share like i'd love to see some comments back yeah. on like yes amen or i don't really feel that way you know whether it's counter to what we're saying or in agreement i just want to hear from other teachers if they're feeling the same way because it it really helps if, if you have a counter view keep it to yourself i don't want to hear it right now i don't, I don't. you don't I'm want no toxic positivity I'm, no i'm in no mood right now to hear it we, you know what, actually, I would say over the years, sometimes Matt would get mad when I would be too positive on some things. And, and it, cause it'd be the timing would be off. Yeah. And I, I get that now cause I've done, I'm doing my own work on myself. <laughs> <laughs> so I know, I really do know, like sometimes you don't, you're not ready to hear the positive side. You just want to be heard. Yeah. And I think that's listening is really the that's- key. Yes. Not coming back with, well... That's what this season is. We just need to be heard. So yeah. we need you to listen. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess you don't. You have no option. This is a one-way street. <laughs> we're talking, you're listening. Yep. Okay, so we're continuing. Season season three is all about us uh, expressing our, our views on what is wrong in education right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, specifically, what is wrong in relation to, like teachers doing their job and we are building off season two or season two we were responding to the mass exodus of teachers uh, most of them posting confessionals on youtube as to why and we were we spent season two talking about why we are going back why we weren't quitting what we loved about our job 
And those things are still there. But in season three, we're talking about, these are the things that are making it really tough right now Mm -hmm. to do our job. These are the things that uh, we understand are driving people away from the job, from the profession. And uh, so this week we continue on that journey. And today we're going to talk about our time being controlled Mm. and how less and less of our time is discretionary under our control to do as, as we see necessary to do the best job that we can in our classrooms to have a positive impact on our students. And more and more of our time is now being directed. We are being told what to do and how to do it. And, uh, and it sucks. Yeah. Big time. And if, if, if I can, when I was a first year teacher, my first few years, this was my schedule. My first few years, I taught in a middle school. And I taught middle school for the first what, eight or nine years that I was a teacher. And my schedule was this. I think we had an eight period day. We had every class every day, mm-hmm. eight periods. They were like short 45 minute classes, I yeah. think, something like that. My regular school day was eight to two twenty three. That was the final bell. And then I was, you know, contracted till three thirty. but eight to three thirty was my contract, but eight to two twenty three was classes. That was the student day. And, and within that eight to 23, I had a, a prep period and I had a, uh, and lunch of course. Mm-hmm. And then from two twenty three until three thirty was, was my time. Yep. Which you stayed later and many then, times, yeah. but that was your time. That, that was, you know, and then on Wednesdays, Wednesdays was our minimum day. We had a uh, early minimum day Wednesday. It was eight to one fourteen. Mm-hmm. So Classes were reduced. Final bell was at one fourteen. Uh, still had my lunch and my prep during the day, and so one fourteen until three thirty was was mine. And I believe, uh, like the our site administration could take like there was a limit. They're like two, mm-hmm. two of those Wednesdays a year. Mm-hmm. But most of those Wednesdays were me. Most of those, and, and you know, and sometimes it was department meetings or you know grade level meetings, whatever. But really, but not every I, Wednesday. Really, what I remember was most Wednesdays were mine, mm-hmm. right? And I loved them. I, I like, I you know, when you're a new teacher, like I couldn't read enough. I couldn't work enough. Like mm-hmm. it was, it was so engrossing. Like I really and. And I was a self-motivated learner and work like I loved and I oh, had yeah. the time. And then and then we went to a private school and we had even more time. Yes. Right? Because um, they modeled it off of European learning systems and Asian, where the teacher has more time to prepare than to actually teach. Yeah. Not only did I have like half as many kids in my classes, I had like I only taught for half the day. And I yes. the other half was like planning and prepping. And creating. So that was the first, um, how many years? And then 
I don't know. The first like six, seven mm-hmm. years of our teaching life were that. Yeah. And, uh, and, and so now here's my schedule. Uh Oh, so now my schedule is, um, uh, still eight to three thirty. Mm-hmm. you know, is my contracted, you know, time, but our bells go from eight thirty to three thirty. 8.30 to 3.30. And so I have a prep and a lunch in there. Mm-hmm. But 8.30 to 3.30. And then on Fridays, so instead of the, the early release Wednesdays like I had in the earlier example, it's now we have a late start Friday, which is really kind of nice. It's kind of, it's a nice little treat, right? So the first bell rings at 9.30 on Fridays. Final bell still at 3.30. Mm-hmm. But every single Friday morning is taken up by a meeting. An 8 a.m. meeting. Every single, every single one, mm-hmm. every single one. And so not only am I spending much more time in the classroom, mm-hmm. now even my time and even my preps are sometimes taken with IEP meetings yeah. and other that I have to attend, right? Um, not only am I spending so much more time with students, like instructionally in the classroom and and large groups of students, Yes, our classes are large for the most part, but that discretionary time has become less so, and it's mandated with PLC meetings and, and site meetings, which happen on a monthly basis now, not just twice a year. Like when, when I first started teaching 20 years ago. Um, and 504 meetings and special ed meetings. Yeah. And, and, and so n- not only am I being asked to do more than I ever have before, because like we talked about last episode, the trees in the forest are growing and none of them are being cold. Mm-hmm. None of them are being cut out. Mm-hmm. None of them are just dying on their own. It's the forest is getting thicker. The things that we are being asked to do are more and more and more. And the time to do them well is becoming less and less and less. And that is the recipe for burnout. That, that is, is burnout. This is probably the the main, out of all of these eight episodes, this is probably like the one that is pushing most over the edge. Yes, because you can't, burnout happens when you can't possibly fulfill all that you need to do in the amount of time given. So you, and, and teachers are no stranger to working after hours and weekends. But when that work becomes hours and hours and hours after hours and weekends, you can't give anymore. Because we need some downtime. We need good night's sleep to deal with all of the stressors that just come from managing youth. And this, this recipe and this, and the un, unspoken part of it is the distrust. So if we are giving you teachers time, that's time off. They see it as time off or time that you're leaving early or running to Starbucks or whatnot. They're not seeing it as a necessary time that that we need to, when I go to a PLC meeting, which stands for Professional Learning Communities, you're with a team of teachers that teaches the same subject you do. When you go to those meetings 
and you create or come up with timelines, then you need to go be by yourself to process it into your own organizational techniques. That's a, that's a second layer. You don't get everything done at the PLCs because perhaps you have somebody that talks a lot at the PLCs or they process it differently. Just, just talking about it is enough for them where you need to go and you need to write it down in a, a systemized table. Or, you know, you have your own way of, we all have very different ways of taking notes and implementing because this is kind of an art more than a business teaching. And will there be some, we're, are there some people that will take advantage of time? Yes. Go talk to them. Don't, it's like punishing the whole class. You're saying take, take advantage in a negative way. Like, in a negative way. Right, not use it constructively. They will use it for personal business. Yes. yes. And we've been told that at these PLC meetings, we need a live signature on a sign-in sheet. Right. Okay, so that maybe somebody's not typing everybody's name in. You know, all of these messages, the undercurrent is we don't trust you. Mm-hmm. We don't trust you as professionals. We don't trust that you are going to do the work that needs to be done to implement these things well. We don't trust you. And that hurts because that's like an emotional punch. And I hear it loud and clear. Mm -hmm. And uh, let me also, this is kind of like no child left behind. Professional learning community. PLC. Yeah. Um, I don't, I'm not such a big fan of the PLC and, and I'll tell you why. Now it sounds like I'm against professionalism. (laughs) I'm against or learning, learning community and community, right? (laughs) Those are great Uh, words. So, uh, so if I come out against PLCs, that means I'm against all those things, not necessarily, but I, I am against the draconian enforcement of this lockstep insistence that all of the teachers that are put together in a PLC need to all be teaching the exact same thing at the exact same time in the exact same way. Mm. Uh, You know, and here we're going back to, you know, our sort of our, our science and art argument, Mm -hmm. uh, our data and our gut feelings. And our law of unintended consequences. The, there are many good things about PLCs. And PLCs were, were born out of this desire to, to raise the professionalism of, of, of teachers and to make us better. And there are good things that come from PLCs. And there are good things that come from collaboration. But there's also this impact Um, there are also teachers that are diminished in PLCs that are made less than because they need to contort themselves. They need to, to, to move in ways that are not natural for them or that, that make them less than they're capable of being. Um, we have PLC leads that aren't always good at being a leader. 
We have those that talk too much. We have... Um, those that come late. We have all kinds of... You know. Yes. And so there was this idea, and I think this is the big, you know, and, and maybe I'm wrong here, but I think this was sort of the big sort of, because I read some, uh, who were the main guys on the, I, I read some PLC books and I was really kind of moved by, you know, some of their, uh, do four, do four. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but anyway, um, this idea that the teacher shouldn't matter in this way, that a student going to a high school and the student is a freshman and this student is going to be enrolled in a freshman English class and there are four teachers that teach freshman English, that the success of that student in English should not matter on which of the four teachers they have. Yeah, that's the idea. Right? That's the idea. And so if we get those four teachers together and we get those teachers all doing the same thing, using the same methods, teaching in the same way, using the same assessments, grading those assessments in the exact same way, mm -hmm. then that student is going to be successful no matter which of those four teachers they have. Poppycock. <laughs> Poppycock, I say. Yes. Okay. The, the idea is good. The idea yeah. is that we are, yes. we, you're putting the, the power, see the power in the teacher's hands so that if you and I are in a PLC together and we teach the same subject and you have great, man, you gave the first assessment and your scores were wonderful. Mm -hmm. Mine were in the tank. So I now can go to you. Hey Matt, what did you, how did you teach this concept? so that my kids can become more successful. That was kind of the idea. Also, so parents wouldn't go into counseling and go, and I have, my kid really wants Mrs. So-and-so or yeah. Mr. So-and-so, right. which happens all the time. Mm -hmm. Because they know, and it's basically the teachers that love kids. That's kind of what they want. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, easy graders, right? Or they put kids first, or kids enjoy their classes, right? Because the life becomes easier in a family. It depends on your value. I mean, you might want the one that's really tough, right? I want the, I want the drill sergeant. I want, that's what I want for my kid. Yeah. So yeah. what your kid needs and yes. what you, you see, because, yeah. because teachers are human, mm -hmm. you know, we're not robots, but no. what we saw in the PLCs is, you know, all of a sudden, Oh crap, I'm going to share my test scores. So, um, I better sweeten the pot a little bit and let me give a study guide <laughs> to my students. Are we, are we starting to game the system again? That has every answer on it. Mm -hmm. Hey, if you guys yeah. memorize this, you're going to do fine. Whereas the other teacher's like, you know, I'm thinking I'm going to do a seminar because they need to discuss it. And then we'll do some writing and hopefully that will get, you know, take them on the journey, you know, but then they don't do as well. Yeah. But the other ones did great because they gave them the answers essentially. Mm -hmm. I, or, um, this is the period where I've got, uh, I've got eight special ed students. Uh, I've got, uh, 22 of the 36 are boys like classes have different energies, different environments. Mm -hmm. This is, this is uh, the, the last period of the day versus mm -hmm. the first period of the day. Um, th those things don't matter. Right. It's just mm -hmm. the data. Yeah. Just the data. Yeah. And, uh, and so again, here we, this common theme keeps coming up. We're trying to do something good. 
We're trying to make it so that it doesn't matter which of those four English classes the student had. That's a good idea. But the reality is it does matter. That there is probably a little more art to this whole thing mm-hmm. than, than science. Yeah. Although they both exist. Sure. And they do. And for the scientists, this is great. For the artists, they're struggling. Yeah. They're struggling. Yeah. Because they're being forced to be scientists and they're being forced to do the same thing as everybody else. They're being forced to just swallow it. Yeah. To sit there in a meeting and have maybe their ideas ignored, shot down uh, because the other ones in the PLC don't, and they just, they, they start to shut up. This is hard for me, this, this topic, because this happened to me this semester and it was part of my, you know, malaise or my questioning, my just, I, I went through a funk midway, you know, through the semester where I felt like I wasn't being as effective anymore. I wasn't, I didn't have my, my, my magic or whatever it was. And, and I'm in a PLC with like really good friends. I like these people and I respect these people, but we have different styles, very different. But when you're in a PLC and you are kind of voted out, kind of voted off the Island on some of your, (laughs) what happened to survivor? Um, and I was voted off the island a couple times, not not in a mean way. It was very collegial. I guess it was as collegial as you could do it. And it made me like really upset. Like I'm actually a little tiny bit emotional right now because things tried and true that are part of my my classroom and the makeup of my classroom and how I run things. I was now I could not do them. There wasn't a perfect solution. If I did them, it'd be covert. And it would be found out because all of our kids, right, have the same, they have best friends in other classes. They know what everybody's doing. Yeah. Um, Or I'm behind. So I'm not getting to everything that we honored at that PLC. We're going to do this assessment and this quiz and this write-up and this, Mm -hmm. something had to go. Yeah. Um, Or I'm just lockstep and I just do exactly what we're doing. And I feel like some of the richness and some of the beauty, you know, I'm sacrificing that and my enjoyment. Yeah. Or somebody at the district level or site level is monitoring the, the grade books to see that all the assignments yeah. are, you know, similar or, or looking at your Google classrooms to, to see if the assignments are, you know, how they should be mm-hmm. right from teacher to teacher to teacher within a PLC. Maybe you're getting an email from somebody yeah. saying, hey, why aren't you doing this? Or why, like, so mm-hmm. there's, there's pressure to make sure that we're uh, abiding yeah. by the constraints of the PLC. Because meeting with our teams is not a new concept. We've always no. met as departments. We've always met as grade level teams. We've yeah. always met, always, we have yeah. to. We've done common projects. Yes. We've done all kinds of things, yes. But the journey and how to get there, there was flexibility. Yeah. So we need to meet these standards. Mm-hmm. They need to, you know, ingest this literature. They need to be able to write this, this type of essay. And so the teachers were given some, some wiggle room as to how to get there. And 
and I and I've always I've actually like meetings. I'm a person that likes meetings. I like having a cup of tea and my notepad and here we go. But I haven't liked these because I've my voice has been kind of diminished. Mm-hmm. And um and I think it's doing the opposite of what it's supposed to be doing. Oh, 100%. And I need more time. And again, if there's teachers gallivanting about because they have free time, please go talk to those teachers. Yeah. Don't keep the whole class in at recess because one guy's being a bozo. And, and I feel and, like we're all being kept in at recess. And, and, and maybe there is this lifting. Maybe some of these lesser teachers are being lifted by the PLC process. But at, this, at the other end, some of your better teachers are being suppressed. Right? They're being diminished. They're being muted. In some ways. Now, uh, I'm not like you in that I'm more of a lone wolf. I am, I am a lone worker. Uh, I, that is my, that is what I like to do. And uh, I'm not a huge collaborator. Not that there's, not that I don't find value in it. Uh, but my, preferred style of working is is by myself and uh and i i love to have large chunks of time to just work on something mm-hmm. and work and put thought into it and uh and to not have my 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 vision <laughs> or my you know whatever product in any way uh compromised and so for the last good chunk of time uh, I, I worked myself into some positions teaching wise where I was the only, I didn't have a PLC mm-hmm. because I taught a subject where I was the only one on the campus that taught it. Yeah. And I did that on purpose. Like I found those positions that were, uh, outside the PLC system mm-hmm. and, uh, for my own sanity and, and for, this is what made me tick as an educator. And this is what, you know, got me going. And, uh, but now I'm, now I'm part of a, actually I'm not a part of like, I'm in this weird gray zone right now, but, um, but now we've come, come down from on high is this mandate that regardless even if you don't have a PLC or you don't, your PLC is not meeting that day. you like, you have to go to a PLC. Like it's very you, weird. Like you, so like we have you, to go to one that even if we don't teach the subject. Yes. Like you have to go to a meeting. <laughs> Sounds like, like a, like a addiction meeting or something like you have to go to a meeting. Cannot skip. Yeah. Um, you have to be with a group of people, even if you don't teach what they teach. No. And, you, and know, you like, have a billion things you need to do. This, this happened. So this early, early in the semester, early in the semester, uh, there, was a, there was a Friday morning where uh, I didn't have a meeting. Uh, people that taught the subject, like they had other meetings to go to and there wasn't a whole school meeting and there wasn't, like there was absolutely no place for me to be. And so I worked in my classroom. And I loved it, man. I, I got, I got there early. Um, and I had about 
two hours, mm -hmm. two hours in my classroom on a Friday morning to just work. And yep. oh my God, it felt so good. And so right before the first bell, I'm, I'm, uh, cause we get there really early. We get there about seven 30 yeah. before we're supposed to just cause we need, we need to. But before that nine 30 bell, I go to the restroom and, uh, I'm, and I cross paths with, with my principal and he asked me what meeting I went to. And, uh, and I said, I didn't go to one because there was nowhere for me to go. And I wasn't going to go sit in a meeting where people were ta not talking about anything that had any, in, in, any impact on me. And I said, and I worked the whole time. I was just working. And, uh, and the message was, well, we got to change that <laughs> because, and I, I, and I, you know, they weren't being a, a, a jerk about it. It was no. just like, that was the pressure that was coming from above their head. That a hundred percent compliance. Everybody had signed into a meeting and on that Friday I didn't. And there was somebody was going to pay for that. Right. There was going to be. Matt. And, um, but th like, that's, that's the state of affairs right now. This is, yeah. we are not being trusted with time. We aren't. No. And we're being treated, we're being treated like children. Where not every minute needs to be accounted for, where you need to, you need to be in lockstep. You need to follow this pacing guide and you all need to give the same test. You need to, you know how much work, like, you know how much more time it takes to like come to a consensus oh. on how to teach something? Oh my God. Like it's, it's. And you got people that are inflexible. That I mean, they just never, imagine. it's. Just imagine, imagine <clears throat> being a part of like a parenting PLC, <laughs> right? We're like, like once a week, everybody on your block, you got to come together and you all got to parent the same way. You and have all to gotta decide do, on it. Y'all got to decide, y'all got to give the same allowance. You got to have the same chores. Okay. I was in some of those baby groups and it ain't happening, <laughs> right? It's, it's painful. Like oh. it's painful to think yeah. that after all this time, after all this education, after all this experience, that I can't mm. be trusted to figure out how to teach my classes. I can't be trusted. That I can't do my own thing. That's what it, that that's the end game right there. Is you just nailed it. We don't feel trusted, and when we don't feel trusted, it's almost like you want to rebel. Or you just, you feel empty. It doesn't matter what type of personality mm -hmm. you are. It's going to go to a negative. For me, it's more like an empty. Like, I'm not going to rebel. There's a lot of people that won't. Teachers are kind of, for the most part, pretty good at following the rules. Mm -hmm. But, you know, even with, um, right, like when you're parenting a teenager, you can put them on the Live 360 app. You can drug test them. You can, you can do all of that. You can track the mileage on their car. But in the end... You can't control their behavior. No. At some point, they will be gone. And, you know. And, I, and do all of those things help build that trusting relationship between the parent and the child, right? They're yeah. not going to come to you and go, hey, I was at a party and people yeah. were like, had pills. You know, or they're not going to come mm -hmm. to you with that, right, when you are so, that's kind of how we feel. Yeah. And so I'm surprised, you know, you, what, what, what did that teach you maybe, right? You told the truth. Mm -hmm. When you come across, and, and we love our principal, he's a, he's a friend, we've known him for years, and you, you could have said, 
freshman studies, you know, or you could have said, oh, we had a great meeting, but you were honest. You were honest. And that might've taught you not to be the next time around Mm -hmm. where you might just kind of not fully lie, but not really dig in. Yet you were a teacher Got there early before contracted time, and you knocked out a bunch. I had of work. to spend two hours. Yep, working for the betterment of that campus and your kids. Yeah, and uh, and the you're message made to was, feel guilty. Yeah, the message was, hey, that wasn't the right thing to do. We need to change that. We need to change that. Yeah, that's the beauty of it all. You can stay.